welcome back to Tea Time with Tea. I'm your host, Teresa. And today we have on the show my very good friend, Natalie Ramones. Hey, Nat. Hey, T. How you doing? I'm doing good. You? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's talk about you, Nat. Oh, it's not always fun. It's so much fun <laughs> talking about Nat. Today we're going to be talking about who is Natalie, what does she do, like where is she going in life? Oh, we're going to talk about a lot. That's a today. lot. That's a lot. Yes. I don't even know if we're going to have enough time for this. I hope we do. <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump into it. Nat, I'm going to give you the floor. I'm going to let you tell our audience a little bit about yourself. Well, um... 26 years old. I'm from New York, born and raised. I work with my family every day. Yes. The family that we love so very much. Don't we all? Shout out to Natalie's family. (laughs) It's a lot of them. So I met Natalie freshman year in high school and we've just remained friends, good friends ever since then. Really good friends. We have a group of girls. Who are crazy. Very. But we love them. We love you, girls. (laughs) We love you, girls. (laughs) So, Nat, you work for your family. Yes. And what is the name of your company? It's called Mamitas Ices. Tell us a little bit about Mamitas. Okay, so Mamitas started in 2000. It started with my mom and her three sisters. We first started like a restaurant. So, as you know, as a Hispanic, food is really a big part of our lives, like in our everyday lives. So in the restaurant, we had like a routine already. We will go to school right after school. My cousins and I will all go and we'll do our homework there. We'll help our moms. And we literally did everything there. We played in the basement. Instead of like going go home after school, we went to the restaurant and we spent the whole day there till like 8 o'clock, we're closing. Is that child labor? I think so. I think so, too. My mom but it's owes okay. me a lot of hours. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but it kind of taught me. It taught me. Uh, I, w- I don't want to speak for everybody, but I think it taught me a lot. And I'm sure it did te- teach my cousins a lot, too. We learned hard work from the beginning. So everybody looks at us more like we got everything handed to us, which is 100% not true. We helped our moms since we were, like, 13, all of us. Like, we were at that restaurant. We were, after homework was done, we helped them sweep the front um karen was the oldest so karen always was like in the front like helping customers as we grow we were able to do it but when we were smaller we weren't because we still didn't know the customer service industry too much (laughs) so but you know it taught me a lot it taught me a lot about hard work and it taught me that if you want anything in life you have to work for it and you start at the bottom I totally feel you on that. I think people do tend to look at um, families who do have a family-owned business and they have kids and they're like, oh, they had a handed it a handed to them or they didn't work to get where they are today. So I feel like you're just like living proof of like someone that I personally know that like works so hard every single day. Yes. Monday through Saturdays. <laughs> she doesn't even have a weekend. I don't even have a weekend. You know what's so funny? Like, right before we started it, I was just texting a friend. And as well, he owns a family business. And he was just like, it's so annoying how people swear, like, everything is handed. He was like, I'm leaving here, like, in, at 8 o'clock. Everybody already left, but I have, like, a bunch of work to do still. But, you know, I was like, I'm a slave to this business. 
But he's like, but everybody sees okay, all the stuff that I have and they just think everything's handed to me. But nobody knows the background that I'm here to eight o'clock or that I'm here literally at five o'clock in the morning and I, I don't even eat till like three. That, those are our days. Like we were just, I was talking to Karen actually today and we looked down at our, at our phones and we're like, it's literally like three o'clock in the afternoon and we had breakfast at seven and we didn't get a meal till that time again. But then if you're an outsider that you don't know me, you would think everything is handed to me. That's the opinion everybody wants to put out there. That's what they stick to. So that's them. Nobody knows the background. Do you feel like that bothers you sometimes? I tend not to let other people's opinion about me bother me. People are always going to have something to say, whether it's good or it's bad. So if I sit here and dwell on it, if it's bad, then it's going to get to me. And I prefer not even to, like, ask. Your opinion is your opinion. You're entitled to it. I know myself, and I know what I do. I know what I have and why I have it. So that doesn't That sounds good. I like that. doesn't count for me. So, you know, as long as my family... And my close friends are good and we're all fine and we're all there in the moment. I'm fine with everything else. Whatever the next person has to say about me. Let it be. Let it be. Let you it can be. say it among your friends and I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> so you had a great upbringing. Obviously, good family values. Yes. Um, we had my cousins and I, you know, my family. Right. Um, and when I, like, when I say my cousins and I, I also include my two brothers. I consider my cousins, like, my girl cousins and my guy cousins, my brothers and sisters. I look at my guy cousins, like, the same way I look at my brothers. And my girl cousins are my sisters because we grow together. Our moms worked our whole lives, so they're our dads. And my grandmother raised all of us. She raised all of us together in one household. That so, is crazy. It was crazy. Because you guys have no idea. Natalie has so many cousins. So many. I want to say it's about 13 of you guys plus. 13? No more. The ones that are my age group. It's like 13 of us. You don't, if you count the little the little ones and the ones that are in the mid age, um, they're probably, I think there's like 25 of us. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I think there's 25 of us. That is so crazy. Yeah, and that's just, like, my mom's brothers and sisters, kids, like, you know. And that leads back to, like, a conversation that our friend Kathy was having with us the other day. She was just like, guys, like, what are we going to do when we're older and we all have kids? Yes. Like, we can't have a party in a house. Like, we need to rent out a place or something. And, no, we, we always talk about it. Remember, every time we go out for, like, a girl's brunch or, like, something or, like, dinner... We're always like, you imagine when we have kids, like, it's going to be our kids, it's going to be our husband. Where are we going to fit? Like, I'm just trying to figure this out. Like, I'm just trying to figure out, like, what restaurant is going to accommodate 50? It's so <laughs> hard. The struggles. It's so hard because even now, that even now when I plan, like, my birthday dinners by itself. Because yeah. you know me, I'm very big on birthdays. And... It's just so hard to me because I have such a close family that everybody gets invited. And then I'm extremely close to my friends as well. So then everybody gets invited. And my group of friends is not small. My close group of friends isn't small. So I have my close, my, when I say, if I tell someone I'm going to, I'm going to show up with my close group of friends, I'm talking about 25 plus. (laughs) <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm just going to narrow it down. Whoever three are free now can come with me. <laughs> because it's insane. No, but, you know, I 
a lot of people like Kathy, for instance. Kathy and me have been best friends. Felicity and Mom, you and I have yes. been friends. And Kat and Kat's like, everybody's your best friend. And she was like, me and you are the same way. She's like, you guys, make, you guys become friends with everybody. I was just about to say that. I'm like, people call me a people's person. You are truly the definition of a people person. I am a social butterfly. You really I are. love people. I love, I, and it's just like, it's, is that weird to say? Like I just, No, because people love you. You so know, And then works. the thing is, it's like, I really tend not to go out of my way to talk. I feel people are very intimidated. Maybe the, some people, but the people that kind of just, some people are just like, I feel like they just like, they see me and they're just completely just like, I don't know if they have like, they feel this connection towards me. Right. So they tend to kind of just come to me. In the beginning, maybe a little intimidated, which I don't really understand why, because I, me personally, I don't feel like I give that aura or that vibe as we like to say because i consider myself a really nice person i consider myself like i even when people do like messed up crap like i i'm very passive um i'm very forgiven with a lot of things so that also i think makes me more of a people person because everybody i make mistakes you know but who am i not to forgive you if right, you make a mistake, you, I expect, you know, I look at it, if I'm in the situation where I'm the one that messes up and I'm apologizing and it's genuine, why can't you accept my apology, you know? So I always told myself that, like, if somebody does it to me and they tell me sorry and I know it's coming from a good place, who am I not to accept the apology? We all mess up. So, I mean, I always have that mindset. And my mom is the same way. A lot of people say I'm just like my mom. My mom is such a people person. Like, my mom has so many friends. Every time, like, that she has a party, literally, you've seen her parties. They're yes. insane. They're full of people all the time. And I just get it from her. I get it from my mom. My mom's very sweet. Like, everybody just, like, comes to her, and everybody loves her. And I think I'm the same way. When Versus, for instance, my dad. My dad's very tough. Like, he has, like, a very... Everybody, my dad just is close to a certain amount of people. He doesn't put up with nobody's crap, which nobody should. But, you know, some of us let certain things lie when we shouldn't. It's a good balance, though. It's a, it's good, a good balance. balance. My parents have a good balance. And that's why I always say I have to meet, I have to marry a person that's completely opposite for me. Because if not... We're going to have two crazy, friendly <laughs> persons. And it's just not a good thing for a relationship. It's just like, no, 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 no. Do you feel, because you're so nice and so open, that people take advantage of that sometimes? Hmm. Maybe in certain situations. Maybe in certain situations it, it happens. Does it happen often? No. Because as much as nice as nice as I can be, I also know when I'm taking advantage of. And you know, and that sometimes I don't get me wrong, there's certain people that I've been close to before that I had to kind of just step away from. And it may hurt and it may, you know, but at the end of the day, you know what's better for you. And I never wish bad upon nobody. No, I wish everybody the the best in the world, no matter what they did to me or anything. But, you know, for yourself, you kind of just have to keep those people on one corner and keep yourself on another one. And that balance itself on its own. I feel like I'm still learning to do that. I'm learning to do that. I think the last year and a half have taught me a lot. I still don't feel like I know myself fully. I still feel like I still discover new things about myself all the time. And it wasn't up to like a year and a half where I just kind of just like started like realizing even more and like kind of taking, look, looking, just like completely changing my outlook on life and completely just kind of looking at things from another perspective, you know? What made you 
you know, start realizing certain things. I think I've had really down moments when it comes to my health. Um, you know, I have my health issues. I think nothing in life puts you more down than having a health issue. Especially for me. One, because I love control. Right. It could be a good thing, but it could also be a really bad thing. So when I got sick earlier this year, it was the first thing that I didn't have no control over. The only control I had was how to react to it. So I think I tried to stay very strong to the point that I even changed who I was to stay strong for my loved ones more than even myself because it impacted my whole family, it impacted my circle of friends, and to the point that everybody felt like I was very distant. And it was not even that. It was just like I didn't want to break down in front of the people that I love because I already knew that they didn't know how to handle it. And I knew the moment I stepped out of a room, my mom would cry. Or the moment I stepped out of the room, like, one of my cousins would say something and they'll fear something else. So, or, you know, or my friends would think, like, okay, I don't want to talk to her about it because I don't want her to be down. I don't want to get... And, it, you know, and it was, it was just, like, me being strong for them. So I would just remove myself. And I was very isolated. And I was just very, like, to myself during, for, for some time. I just, I would not, everybody knows I go out all the time. I'm always. All the time, Miss Potty Animal. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, guys. <laughs> Nat, like, loves watching movies, guys. Like, she I like, love it. I'm like, a night out or stay in that? Which one would I you rather? I would a night in with my cup of tea and not even Netflix. I'm a person that we could watch the same movie a million times and not get sick and tired of it. So, like, for instance, like, a good Saturday night for me would be this. I'll shower. I get in my bed. I make sure my room is freezing because, fun fact, I do not sleep in the heat. Even in the winter, you have, in like, the winter, the on? I or? have the window open. It could be snowing outside and my window's open. Like, I, my dad will come to my room and be like, are you insane? Like, are you a polar bear type? Do you, and in the summer, everybody who wants to sleep over my house knows that you're going to sleep in, like, an icebox because <laughs> I don't sleep no other way. So it will be me snuggled up, having my green tea, and it will be a walk to remember, you before me. And the third one will only be a random, like, chick flick because I'm just that girl. You have to <laughs> third thing. And then sometimes you'll see, you'll catch me, like, watching, like, a random movie. But normally it'll be those two and something else. And that would be like a perfect Saturday night for me. That that sounds Was that so... very grandma like? No, that <laughs> that sounds so perfect. Because like I feel like I'm like that. I like watching the Nicholas Sparks movies or a chick flick or a romantic comedy. But I like watching it by myself. I have a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> like, You're like, like, babe, please take the day off. Take the day I don't off. Need you. <laughs> Let me just watch this movie and cry my heart out alone. You know, I told myself sometimes, like, oh, like, oh, I want a relationship with that. But then I told myself, kind of like, you hate anyone else in your space for too long. Like, I could, like, have someone over for a couple of hours. And I'm just like, okay, time to go home because I like my space. I just feel like, it's just my time. It's my time. I can do whatever I want. I get up whenever I want. It's like zen. It's like a, you know, it's like my favorite, like, zone to be in. <laughs> and it's by myself. So I'm just like, maybe I just wouldn't do good in a relationship. Time will tell. Like, when marriage comes and stuff like that, like, then I guess things change. Like, everything else. So let's see. But I do like my space. Even people that are married, 
I've never been married, but I'm sure <laughs> that I wouldn't want my husband to be with me 24-7. Like, sweetheart. <laughs> Take a break. No, I, I think that's important what you say. I think sometimes you get so lost in your relationship and being with someone that you forget to be who you are and do things that you like and enjoy. I think some people tend to lose themselves. For sure. Some people tend to lose themselves. Because don't get me wrong, you have to compromise. For sure. When you like someone or when you're and you or you're trying to get to that level with another person, I think that you have to change certain things about yourself. I'm not saying change yourself completely, but compromise comes into play because they're if they're changing some things about themselves for you, then it comes into play. But I just don't think you should lose yourself in a relationship. Yeah. So I love love too. Like I'm just like I'm a hopeless romantic. I'm like, a sucker. No matter what happens to me or what happens to it, I'm like I'm a sucker for love. Like I. No, I'm going to have, like, this amazing love story that I'm just going to be telling my <laughs> grandkids, like. And I told one of my friends, I'm like, he laughs every time I tell him this. I'm like, I just want to do this because when my grandchildren asked me what I was doing at that age, I want to tell them the story. And nothing crazy either, just adventurous. Like, I could tell my grandkids, like, how much I traveled. I traveled so much, and I, like, and I have so much more traveling to do. So I just like experiencing things whether i like them or not it's like i came i saw maybe i'll come back maybe i won't but it's an experience so i that's why i think i enjoy things more it's because not even to say like oh yeah i did that already but just to like experience it and for one day if my children ask me or my grandchildren ask me for me to say like yeah i did that you know and kind of give them how i looked at it and give my perspective of that do you feel like that your family like your mom and your aunts shared like those moments that they might have had or even in terms of like working like work yeah. work ethics that they had do you feel like they did a good job like passing that on to you definitely and your did. cousins and Def- stuff definitely did my family we're really close we're extremely close we have breakfast together and we have lunch together and on weekends we have all three meals together you know so we're very in tune into each other's lives. We talk all the time. We hear their stories growing up. Um, now we're just like making this company grow together as a family. And my mom and my aunt, my godmother, they were the first girls to come to the States. And my mom has two more sisters. And you hear their story and like, you know, it wasn't easy. Like any immigrant parent, they, they came here with nothing. Literally nothing. Right. And... They just busted their butts to get to where they are. My mom has always been a hard worker. So has my aunts. They are always worked extremely hard. So more than anybody in this world, I think they deserve this world. And they deserve everything that um, they have and that's coming to them. I think that they've worked so hard for it. And, you know, they have low moments in their lives too. Not only the highs because you can't forget the lows. And... It wasn't easy for them. My mom worked hard. She, like, you know, those days I didn't get to see her. I spent a lot of time with my cousins. I like to say my grandmother raised all of us, and we raised each other as well because our moms always worked. And when they started their business, they even got busier. And not saying that they weren't present because they were. They were there. But, you know, there was also other things that were important. My mom had dreams. My mom has a list of dreams to this day. And I could tell you that she has checked most of her dreams out. That's amazing. Is yeah. it like a list that like she wrote? Listen, she's never like told me she physically wrote it, but everything that she ever wanted to get and do, she has done it to this day. 
anything this woman sets her mind to, like she sets her mind to it, gives us a certain amount of time, and I'm telling you that she's gonna do it. I feel like I see a lot of that in you. Do you think the same thing? Do you have like a list or like a notebook or like mental like goals? I have mental that- goals that I want. I I've people say write a lot. My cousin Karen friends is a writer. She, she like not a like a writer, but she writes a lot. She likes to write her thoughts out. She likes to write everything out, and she'll go back and read back to it. And she said, "Oh, I did that." Or I did this. So, you know, so in one way, I feel like, okay, she could do it. So I just keep mental notes of what I want to do in my life. And I have hit some goals. You know, I have way more to go, but I've done a lot of things that I wanted to do and that I set my mind to. What are some of your goals that you're working towards right now? And what are you doing to achieve those goals? Most of my goals right now all involve my career. Personally, I have goals. And I think that, that as I go further into my career as well my personal careers my personal goals will go with me so what I do with my my business goals I have a great team surrounding me that includes my cousins my brothers my mom and obviously my aunts but as our parents get older we're taking over the company and every day we we're there more we're present more and we're slowly just you know taking their roles and we have goals where we want to get more states. We want to go to the West Coast. We want to be more in the South. So every day we work towards towards that goal. Every day we work towards the goal, like how we're going to get there. Like how is it that we're going to like manage California or our New York office. So every day it's just something new, you know. It's just like not one specific thing that you could do. One thing that you have to do, obviously, is work hard for that goal. So you have to show up and you have to work. And you have to forget the time. We forget the time. Like, we forget it's not like a nine to five. Um, We're there sometimes till seven, my cousins and I, and we're there just working, making sure that whatever we do today is going to better our tomorrow, you know, because as my mom worked hard for my brothers and I, I have to work hard for my future kids and my future self. So whatever I do today plays into that. So I have to get up today, and I have to work, and I have to see how I could better tomorrow. So that's what we do every day. We sit there and we just work for tomorrow. If we see like an issue, like if we see like this isn't really working for us. For example, we're just changing the whole look of the company. So whatever anybody was used to growing up when my mom started and everything, that's going to be different now. We have new artwork coming out that's more appealing to the main audience or to like the mainstream market, as I like to say. And people think it's easy. It's not. It literally took us like a year to like kind of just see the final product in front of us and you know we were trying to have it out for this summer but we had a couple of delays and we couldn't it set us back a little bit but not for too long so it takes time like every day is something new so like the final print comes in and we're sitting in the office and we're like oh it looks great and then susan for instance goes and reads something and it's wrong so now that delays is like another day or two so now we got to send it back to production because it's wrong so you know little hiccups that happen that could happen and little things that just set you back so we didn't want to set like a deadline for it we wanted to do summer 2018 but we couldn't so we're hoping that by the beginning of next year it's like a thing that's already done we could just like take it out there and kind of just for everybody to enjoy it is going to be so much fun because we worked so hard and we're finally going to see like be in the shows and see how everybody reacts to it i'm a little afraid because everybody's so used to a certain look i'm like thinking about it right now and i'm a little nervous about it because i'm like 
Oh, I'm used to going into the store and seeing like I believe it's your grandma's My face. My great grandma's face. Yeah, on the on the icy packets. The face will still be there. Okay. We're not gonna take the face away. So okay. The face is still gonna be there. I think the new artwork is so beautiful because we all had a lot to do with the new artwork, so it has a little bit of all of us in it. I think everybody's gonna enjoy the new look. I think whoever grew up eating our product is gonna enjoy the new look. It's gonna like it's it's fun. It's a fun look. It's a fun, very colorful, very like eye catching. So you're gonna they're gonna they're gonna love it. I'm sure everybody's gonna love the new look. I'm excited. I'm excited, I'm excited to, to see it. You. I'm excited to show you. Talking about having such a collaborated effort into creating the artwork and doing marketing and just in general working together every single day and your family has a lot of females on top of that yes, it's just we're like very female dominated <laughs> very very female dominated and i just like how do you work together as a team every single day to keep it together and not to kind of like sidetrack when it's work mode it's work mode but we do sidetrack a lot we talk about oh this and that we'll sit there and talk about an issue that one of us is having personally at the end of the day we do the work the work gets done but we do get sidetracked a lot we're a family so our lunch normally should be an hour sometimes it goes for two because we're just sitting there talking so we do get sidetracked if i tell you that we don't i'll be lying to you we definitely get sidetracked we definitely have certain lazy days but i feel like that's like one of the perks of kind of like being your own boss and being like in charge of this like family business is like having that lax time yeah but do you think you guys all have the same goals that drives you to keep working together and be united definitely do we all definitely are reaching for the same goal maybe some of us want to go about it a different way but at the end of the day we come together with a decision or um you know or some type of you know Balance, like balance. A balance, yeah, like balance, and just like being on the same yeah. page. Because at the end of the day, we have the same goal, and it's for Mamitas to be a household name. So as long as we all have the same goal, we'll be okay. I think so. Yeah. I think you guys are gonna I think be we'll fine. Be okay. With a family, it's not the easiest thing to be in. The easy because it would be so easy for me to have a nine to five, and not have to worry about work after five o'clock. But I can't. My phone is still ringing at seven p.m. at night. I'm still answering emails right before bed. I know. I was texting Natalie like, <laughs> I need a box of like 30 mamitas. <laughs> and these are the flavors I want, I want at like 9 o'clock at <laughs> night. So Just I, kidding. But, you know, it comes with it. It comes with the territory. And it's good, though. It's, it's our business. So why not? If we don't love it, then who's going to love it? And if we don't take care of it, then who is? So I think that a lot of the things like... um. All of work ethic comes from my grandfather. Our grandfather is such a hardworking man till this day. So my family built my grandparents a beautiful home in the Dominican Republic, which is beyond their wildest dreams. They've worked so hard, and that home just shows how much they work. How much they work because in the same land where that new home was built was where my mom and her brothers and sisters grew up in. So where, for instance, they have the pool was before like a small factory that my grandfather had that he used to make cassava. What is that? Cassava is like this hard bread. My mom, every time we're swimming or we're like hanging out there, she would just sit there and like look back at it. And she's just like, not even in my wildest dreams. 
what I think that I fast forward and this is the home my brothers and I and sisters built for our parents, you know? So that itself speaks for itself, you know? It's just sometimes it, it makes me cry in a good way because it wasn't easy to get there. And I'm sure one day I want to sit there and tell myself, the same thing my mom tells herself. It's just like not even in my wildest dreams that yeah. I think this was going to happen. I think that is pretty amazing. Did you know that you were going to go into the family business? No. I looked at it more as a summer job and I was waiting to get the hell out of there. <laughs> that is so interesting. Okay, tell us about your journey. So, you know, in high school, we did the architecture. So, so I kind of just fell in love with architecture. So this day, I love architecture. And I loved interior designing. I like to do a lot of decorating. My room was always like like little perfect little world with me. So I like stuff like that. And I always enjoy like all that stuff, like making things look pretty. My mom bought a new home and I just had the best time like helping her. It's an older house, but it has so much character and it's so beautiful. And my mom told me one day, actually, we were driving to the house when she got the keys. She just told me like, I cannot believe I own another home. She's like, I don't think you will ever understand how happy I am. She's like, dream checked up. Yeah, she literally, I'm like, mom, you weren't just happy when I was born. And she's like, yeah, but I'm happier <laughs> now. And I'm like, I'm glad. I'm glad that I wasn't the happiest day of your life. And I'm your first child. <laughs> but, you know, and I just enjoyed it. It's like seeing it go for like something so beautiful. It was beautiful when she bought it, but she just made it so much more beautiful. Maybe, maybe now that I, now that I talk about it and I tell you a lot, maybe it was even like helping her. It was just maybe just like seeing her and enjoy that moment so much. Like picking like new furniture, like, like moving out of her old home to like this new one. I don't know if it was just like because she like literally was checking off a dream and I was just like front rowing it. That I was just like having fun with it. And it was just, like, so much fun. So I, I always enjoy stuff like that. Like like I said, decorating. When I go traveling, like, the architecture thing just kind of just catches my attention. And I thought that was going to be my dream throughout high school because I went to architecture school. I fell in love with it even more. And I thought that I was going to go to college and I was just going to, like, do that. I started working for my family the summer of, after my high school graduation. And I, first of all, I didn't start off, like, at her office. I was doing production with my mom, like, in the thing, like, cleaning up the mess after the people. Oh, my God. Like, that's what my mom had me doing. And it wasn't up until I graduated college that my uncle kind of made me his assistant. And I helped my uncle. And I learned a lot being with my uncle. And he taught me a lot from what I know now. He's taught me as well, like, you're going to mess up. And it's okay. Just don't beat yourself up for messing up. You can only learn from it. You can only learn from it. So... I learned a lot from him because I worked side by side with him as I started my career, which I didn't know was going to be the beginning of my quote unquote career. And it was. And new life. I changed my, I went, I did major in business and I got my degree and then I'm here now. That is so crazy that I've known you for so long and maybe like myself and everyone else probably had like the same like perception mm-hmm. um of like you know nat is this cool girl in school with the cool family business and like she's gonna get into it and she's gonna do super well at first i didn't really know what i wanted to do i know i wanted to do architecture i just didn't like i didn't get into the school i wanted to get into um so i just like a lot of things just kind of thing so i just went, i was like let me you know what I enjoyed it because I actually got to be very hands-on that summer. And from that moment on, I kind of knew, like, you know what? I like this. 
do you feel that um working in the factory and being so hands-on is more efficient in terms of getting to where you are today it's very efficient to where i am today because if it wasn't for me being there i don't think i would have stayed like certain things you just can't learn from a textbook a lot of things you can learn from a textbook. <laughs> listen i would never tell somebody don't go to college never right. i would never sit there and tell my little cousin don't go to college like i went to college to have a degree in i learned a couple of things but every company works differently you know we have the same lingo but we all work differently Everybody has a certain way of working, so you learn with whatever the company is teaching you or however the company works or however they think is the right way for them because whatever maybe X company works for them, it's not going to work for mine. Just the same thing as people, whatever works for you, works for you. So I learned a lot of things in college when it comes to like business laws, when it comes to what the consumer wants and what the consumer doesn't like, what your target market is. Obviously, all that book, that you obviously need it to right. some extent. But also, I am more of a hands-on person. So I'm giving you my perspective of it. I think I'm like a, a lot of people would feel the same way, yeah, though, for I'm sure. I'm very hands-on. I always had a hard time in school. I've never been the smartest. I never, like, literally, I always said to everybody, whatever took that person five minutes to learn, it will take me 20. But when I'm hands-on with something and I enjoy it, I learn a lot. And I become very passionate. So... If I have that feeling, I will succeed. And that's the feeling I have in the position that I'm in now. And that's what I the same feeling I had when I started. And I just think, like, why would I make anybody else proud? I like to make my family proud. When I do something, like, I just run to the factory and make sure I tell everybody myself. Do you feel, like, a certain pressure, like, having to, like, live up to the family name? There's always a pressure because they expect you to do better and be better because... We have more sources than they had, which makes sense. We should. They did a lot and they didn't have a lot. And then we're doing the same and we have more. So much more. So much more. You know, my uncles and my aunts and my, including my mom, um, my mom wouldn't say like, oh, I'm just working for you and your brothers to do be great. No, she's like, they put us all in a group. We're working today for all of you guys to have a better tomorrow. Whatever we did for you guys to, like, triple it. They're like, our wildest dreams, we kind of got there. Now, I wanted to ask, since you're so involved in your family business and you and your cousin, you guys are really just stepping it up and showing your families that, like, hey, we could do this. We want to take this to the next level. What are you and, like, your cousins, what are you guys doing to add value to Mamitas? So, you know, before we got there, it was a family-owned business. And you could tell. What I mean by that is just, like, you could tell it was ran, like, by a family. It wasn't too organized. It was more, like, there wasn't too many rules. The professional that we did have at the time wasn't really, like, good for us. And I think as a company grows, you could sometimes grow out of people. Whether that's your accounting, your lawyers, your brokers, you grow out of them. I think we grew out of a lot of people and. The changes that had to get made didn't get made. So my cousin and I came in, and we came in with a more like of a fresh look at things. So what we did was kind of slowly and surely we're changing more corporate. We have a more corporate look, so we're more uniform. And we changed our teams of accountants. We've changed our team of like brokers. We've changed our marketing teams. We changed a lot of things because we had to grow with the company. 
the company can't grow by itself and you to stay the same internally because it catches up to you. And that's what we're doing. We're just becoming more than just a mom and pop shop. We try to keep that feel of a, of a family business, but also a feel like, yes, we're corporate now. Sometimes it's a little hard, for, especially for the older generation, to understand where we want to go. Because there's some things that they'll be like, yeah, you're right. They still wouldn't really give you it. Exactly. Like, you're right, but no, we're right too. You know, and at the end of the day, as they're saying, not ours. It's like, yeah, that's a good idea, but... but. <laughs> you always get the but, and we're just like... And it's tr- it's stressful. It's very stressful. Like, because then I get so frustrated with it. But there's a lot of things that we have changed, and and it's becoming organized, and we still have a lot more work to get done, and we still have a long road to go. I'm pretty sure we're going to get there. Eventually, we're gonna I'm going to open my eyes, and everything's going to be exactly where I'm picturing it right now. I love it. Yeah. I just want to say... That you and your cousins, you guys are doing an amazing job. And it really shows because right now you're expanding. You're in grocery stores. I feel like when I was younger, I only used to see you guys in delis. And I think I texted you when I I was living in my old apartment in Forest Hills. And I went to the grocery store just like, you know, regular tea grocery shopping. (laughs) Gotta go to the ice cream aisle. And what do I find? Like, mamitas. Yes. And I was so proud of you and so proud of your company. And that was, like, three years ago. Mm -hmm. We're so far ahead now that you guys just opened another location, Mm -hmm. another factory location. That's amazing. We actually opened two more. We actually opened uh, one that's very close by to our old, to our original, to our headquarters. And then we opened another one in New Jersey. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And you're in Walmart. And we're in Walmart, which is like the monster of the state. It's like the monster of grocery stores. Like, that's crazy. There's so much for you to be proud of. And, like, again, Natalie, guys, is, like, one of the sweetest, most humble, hardworking person you will ever meet. And thank you so much for being on my podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Teresa. Fun. I loved it. I had so much fun. You called me Teresa. I know, I never call you <laughs> I always call you T. The podcast makes you do like crazy things or make you say crazy, crazy things. things that you know what you're doing. Like calling you T. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nat. Thank you, T, for having me.